Praise the Lord. Do you love Jesus this morning? Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Kenneth, why don't you come this morning? He's going to minister to us the word of the Lord. Let's get behind the preacher. straight into the preaching of the word here. If you have your Bible, can you turn to the book of um, Acts? Acts chapter 2 and verse 42. Put your hand on that verse and turn to another scripture. Mark 6, uh, Matthew 16, 18, and 19. Say amen when you got all these scriptures. So we can read these scriptures here. Father, Lord, as you are here today, we thank you for your awesomeness that is here. Pray, Lord, that you will have your way, that you turn up the amplifiers of heaven, Lord. Hide me behind the cross that I may speak your word only, Lord, that you will be done, Lord, Father. In your mighty name, Jesus, amen. amen. Let us read together Acts chapter 2 and verse 42. And, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread. Okay, turn to the other scripture, Matthew 16, and verse 18 and 19. And we read together again. And I say also unto thee, everybody got that scripture? Matthew 16, 18, and 19. Say amen when we're there. All right, we got a lot of amen. So let's read. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth, shalt thou bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth, shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. Upon this rock I will build my church. Matthew, another scripture here. You don't have to turn there. Matthew 11 and verse 12 says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now. Everybody say, until now. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and violence take it by force. Until now. The very word offense immediately brings to a mind, a contest or a battle, a choosing of sides, a conflict. It reminds us that we cannot be neutral. We must make choices. We must make choice of sides. We are not in a war in which we can remain stalemate, merely holding on our own. Our enemy has one thing in mind. Namely, to bring down the kingdom of God. We are in a life and death offensive struggle. But we already know who is going to win. Because we have read the back of the book. King Jesus and his church will be victorious. The church is destined for victory. 
The only question is, will we as individuals be in the church triumph? We are in. We are not interested. We are not in retreat or just barely holding on or praying for the rapture to come and deliver us quickly. The church is alive. The church is alive and well. A glorious church. We are on the offensive. Expanding our territory. Building up kingdom. Building up the kingdom of God. We do not fight by might. Nor by power. But by the spirit of God. The battle is the Lord's. We get our stamina and strength from him. Hallelujah. The church is alive and it is well. Hallelujah. Let me share a little bit about Acts 2, 42. And bring out something for us this evening or this morning here. One of the things that is from the part of the scripture of Acts 2 and 42. He says, do you have the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and breaking of bread, and prayers? Prayer is powerful because it invokes God who is omnipotent and unlimited in power. When we pray, we look past our limitations, our helplessness, our circumstances, and we look to Jesus who has all power, has vast resources. The Bible says that my God shall supply all your need. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Prayer has no restriction to certain age group or race or people. Prayer is not available only for the illiterate or the educated. It is not, for, it is not just for the poor or the wealthy. Most people will pray secretly so others will not see him. But everyone faces Times in life where we must reach beyond in First Chronicles 16:11, it says that to seek the Lord and His strength and seek His face continually. Isaiah 55 and 6 says, "Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon his. While he is near. I want to encourage you this morning to pray. Ephesians 6.18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. In the spirit. Watching the unto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. Prayer is the most important Christian dis discipline. That a believer can have. No prayer, no power. Less prayer, less power. You got to pray until something happens. You have to push until something happens. Pray. Hallelujah. Without ceasing, seek his face. Spiritual survival is impossible without prayer. Prayer is like spiritual breath. We pray or we die. 
We need to develop a steady, consistent prayer life at the beginning of our walk with God. That we will have a strong foundation. A strong foundation. God is the supreme spiritual weapon in the arsenal of the believer. It is unlimited in its power. It can overcome and defeat any onslaught or attack when you tap into the source. God is willing to answer our prayer. He is ready to answer our prayer surpasses even our willingness to provide necessary things for our children. There's nothing hard for the Lord to answer. We read the scripture here in the book of Matthew. It says, Jesus says to Peter in Matthew 16, 18 to 19, he said to Peter, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. I will build my church. Upon this rock. You know, when I was a kid, we used to, my dad, grandfather, however you want to look at him, he was a carpenter, so he taught me little things. And one of the things was building a foundation. And we would lay cement slabs underneath the house. And um, we would carry these rocks and build, found, build this foundation and wait for the cement truck to come and pour the cement. But it's hard work getting rocks. Then after you have to get these other material, iron to put on top to hold the cement and all of this. Only just lately I thought that the foundation was just a cement and I thought that was that was all it but it it reminded me when I went down to conference and somebody talked about how many believe that the foundation is the the, the stronghold of the house that holds the firm put your hands up we all believe that the foundation is the the main stability of the house well let me tell you you're all wrong that blows your theology eh? It's the footings, not the foundation. The footings are like you have to deal, dig this deep down in the ground and, and, and it protects the foundation. This is the foundation here and you have to dig this far down into the ground. These footings, they hold the cement from sliding. So whenever rain comes, the cement slab won't go away with the, the rain because it's got these footings that holds and stops things from you know, sliding or the cement. And so, foundation is very important. Let me talk about the foundation to help us this morning. The Bible talks about in First Corinthians that it talks about this foundation. The first foundation is the apostle doctrine we read in Acts 2, 42. Then it goes on to fellowship and breaking of bread. But I just want to give you a couple of these foundations here this morning. In 1 Corinthians 15 and 4 we read, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which is also received and 
where ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. This is Apostle Paul teaching here. For I, be, I delivered unto you first of all that which is also I received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scripture. The very first foundation of our, our, our life should be the Apostles' Doctrine. This, this portion of scripture here that I read, this is the gospel in a nutshell, if you like. Everything about the gospel, it's in this portion of scripture, compacted and fitly framed together. And this provides what you need. Because apostle doctrine, it started here in the book of Acts 2, 42. It's a main ingredient that that is, what it con uh, that, that is what it helped the disciples to continue. Jesus gave them the blueprint, and the apostles, they, 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 they delivered this blueprint. The first foundation of our foundation is the apostles' doctrine. You know, in, in 1 Corinthians, he says that, you know, Apostle Paul again, he says that, God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder. Apostles Paul said, I laid this foundation, what Jesus gave to me. And another build thereon. But every man, take it heed how we build thereupon. For no other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. You have to build on what Jesus has said. Remember he said there, at the beginning, I will build my church. The foundation has to build upon Jesus. We find here that Apostle Paul says that there is no other foundation that any man can lay. If any, when you continue to read that, you'll find all these other you know, foundation, stone, stubble, and all these other things that are you know, part of the material to build a strong foundation. In the book of Ephesians, it reads, um, Ephesians 2 and 18, he said, For through him we have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no longer strangers. We are no longer strangers or foreigners, but fellow citizens in the household of God. And ye are built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. You have to start with something. You can't just, you know, when you build a building, you got to start from the corner. And Jesus said, oh, you know, you can, you can build on me if you want. You know, the Bible talks about other types of foundation. In the book of Luke, we find that there, there are certain types of foundation that, you know, we can build upon. In Luke 4 and 15, you find that there is you know, a foundation by the wayside. There's a foundation upon a rock. And there's a foundation upon some thorns, you know. And these are good foundation. And you find here there's a, a good ground. Uh, there, there are other, you know, the Bible talks about many, many different types of level, uh, foundations. If you turn to the book of Colossians. 
Colossians 5 and verse 11. Colossians 5 and verse 11. Sorry, it's, it's not Colossians. It's 1 Corinthians 3, 5, and 11. 1 Corinthians 3, 5. It talks about this foundation. Different types of foundations. Colossians 3, 5, and 11. I just lost the scripture here. Bear with me. 3, 5, and 11. Modify, therefore, members. This is one foundation you can build upon. Modify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. This foundation is kind of called a kindergarten foundation. It's a shallow, not strong, but, you know, in... It says, fornication, uncleanness, inordinance, affection, evil, conspicuous, and covetousness, which is adultery, for, for which sake the wrath of God cometh to the children of disobedient, in which ye also have walked in some times past. When we have walked, you know, in our past life, this, this is the foundation we had. When we come to God now, in verse 8, it says here, this is, Digging a bit deeper now into the level, going into primary school, building a foundation there. Now ye also of all these, put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of my Lie not to one another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Whether there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, born, free, but all is in Christ and in all. So we go a bit deeper. And we're going into the high school level of building a foundation, our walk with God. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy, beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, Meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave, so ye do also. So these are the types of levels and foundations that you can, you know, you can build and grow in. But this particular portion of scripture here is the icing. It's like when you put the, the sand together and you put the rocks together, then you have to put the cement in this mixture to make the cement. So in verse 14, we find that the ingredients for all of this here, or this level here, we find that, and above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Until we get to that place We've applied all these things, taken out all these things from our lives, allow the rocks and, and all this sand to mix together and, uh, and put together this cement paste, if you like, to become bond of perfectness. That's how you develop. That's how the foundation 
will be solid. Trust is the foundation of any success, successful relationship. Husband and wife can admit to that. Whether professionally or personally. And, and when it is broken, it is extremely hard to repair. Let's check the foundation today. Check if there's any crack in our foundation today. There's this guy, his name is John Maxwell. In his book, Developing Leaders Within, you relates an interesting story. In ancient China, the people wanted to protect the enemy, so they built a great wall. We know the wall? The wall was so high, they believed that no one would be able to climb over this wall because it is the great wall. Do not build walls in church. It was so thick that no one could ever cut through or break it down. During the first 100 years after the wall was built, China was invaded three times. The enemy didn't break down the wall or climb over it. What happened? Anybody know? Each time they bribed the gatekeeper and marched through the gate. The Chinese people were so busy relying upon the wall of stone that they forgot to teach integrity to their children. A newspaper cartoon depicts a young boy named Coffee in a fruit tree, stealing oranges. A passerby yells out, Hey, Coffee, you better come down from the tree or I will report you to the father, to your father. And the boy responds, Go ahead. My dad is in the next tree next to me. What did Coffee's father lack? He lacked integrity and a good character. The Bible says in Proverbs 20 and verse 17, a just man or a just woman walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Paul lived a life of integrity, blameless before God and man. He walked and he worked among men with a clear conscience. Men of integrity possesses a strong, upright, and a blameless character. It has been said the measure of man's real character is what he would do if, if he would never be found out. The measure of a man's Real character is what he would do if he would never be found out. The habits and the framework of our lives should always be decent and blameless. Remember, someone is watching you. In becoming a person of influence, this is John Maxwell. He says that character is made in small moments of our life. Maxwell goes on to say, anytime you break a moral principle, 
You create a crack in the foundation of your integrity. And when time gets tough, it becomes harder to act with integrity. It's not easy. Character isn't created in a crisis. It only comes to light. When crisis and problems come, they reveal what we have become. Whether we become strong or weak, such times, trial can become opportunity that builds us. Or temptation that pulls us down. Here's a story about this. The scorpion and the turtle. Anybody bringing turtle next week? Here's a story about the turtle and the scorpion. Growing up in the islands, we had the monkey and the turtle. But here, we find the scorpion and the turtle. One day, the scorpion came and asked the turtle, I want to climb on your back and you take me across this river. And the turtle said, the turtle was like, you really? The scorpion said, yeah, I want you to take me across the river. And the, the turtle had to think about it for a while, and he said, this scorpion, we know what scorpion has. They have this thing at the end, hookah. He said to the, the turtle said to the scorpion, what if we go over there and you, you um, zap me with your hook? We both drown in this river. And the turtle said, the scorpion said, no, I want to go to the other side. Trust me. Take me to the other side. And so this turtle put the scorpion on his back, and they went across the river. Halfway across the river, the turtle is still looking at the scorpion. He's not doing anything. And as they get nearly in the middle of the river, the scorpion just hit the turtle on the back. And both of them drown. And as they go down to the bottom of the river, the turtle looked at the scorpion and he said to him, why did you hit me, attack me? The scorpion just looked at him and he says, it's just me. That's my character. That was free anyway, Pastor Gratian was saying. Guide your heart so you will not. Guide your heart so you will not muddy the waters of your life. No one likes to drink from a dirty, contaminated, bad-ridden pond. It is easy to say, guard your heart, but harder to accomplish it. It is a daily struggle to maintain a pure heart. In Matthew 5 and verse 8, the Bible says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Proverbs 11, 33, The integrity of a right upright shall guide them. Proverbs 4, 23, Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Integrity is like a, why don't we rise? Integrity is like a new building under construction. 
It is built one block at a time. The proper decision we make cement them together, the blocks of our character. Each time we fail in, in our integrity or fall to a temptation, the building is weakened. It eventually becomes unsafe and unusable. The world's largest bell has never been rung. It weighed 219 ton and is 18 feet high, really huge. But during its construction, a single drop of water, single drop of water went into the mold. When the bell was cast, it cracked because of one drop of water. What is the consequence? The bell was never heard. God is building us into vessels of honor to use us for his glory. Make sure there are no cracks in your foundation. Can I honestly say today, check your foundation. Where are you building upon today? We're building all kinds of building around. Just check your foundation if there's any cracks. You know why Israel didn't have any victory? Because there was this guy, his name was Achan. He thought he could, feel, he could fool the army. He thought he could fool everybody in, in Israel. But he couldn't fool God. They went into battle and the leader told him, don't take back anything from the battlefield. But Achan went back and he took the lovely gold cup with little diamond jewels on it. He took it back to the tent and he buried it in the middle of the tent. And the leader was wondering, why are we not having revival? Why we are not having victory? Why are the churches over there having their revival? Why are we not having revival here? He was confused. He was praying, God, what's going on? They're baptizing tens of thousands and we're only baptizing only 50,000 or maybe 50. What's going on, Lord? And he prayed and he prayed and he prayed and prayed. And they went out again into battle and something happened again. They got defeated. They got defeated again and they came back. And the leader was crying because he was losing a lot of people in and he prayed again, Lord, what's wrong? Why am I not having the victory? Why am I not where I should be in my ministry, in my walk with you? Have I lost my integrity? Are there cracks in my foundation? And so God, 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 
God singled out everybody and he came to this man, Achan. Achan had a buried sin in Israel. Let me tell you today, if you're practicing culture, you got cracks in your foundation. If you're going back to the same life that you came from, you got cracks in your foundation. You got to choose today. Are you on the Lord's side? On which side you're on? Do you want revival? God is not respect of any person. Our God is a zealous God. He's a righteous God. He's a holy God. He's a mighty God. God doesn't respect nobody. If God respected people, then He would have had grandchildren and He would have loved every one of them grandchildren from that generation to our generation and towards the future generation. Bible says God loves children and that's it. He doesn't love my title. I'm just His child. Check your foundation today. For no other foundation can no man lay but Christ Himself. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking stand. Where are you today? Build. Are you built upon what Apostle Paul has given us? Are you following what the Bible is telling us? Check your foundation today. Check your foundation today. Check your integrity today. Are you, key, are you still honest? I know times that I, I'm not honest. I know times that I fail, but I keep on coming back to God. And He still loves me because my relationship is different from your relationship with God. He loves you different from how He loves me. And David knew that, and that's why David was God's, after God's own heart. Today, if you hear His voice, harden not your heart. Where is your foundation? Are there cracks in your foundation? Check your foundation. Are you on Christ, the solid rock? Or are you on a sinking sand? On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Jesus, the rock of ages. Jesus is the rock that we should build upon for no other foundation can no man lay but Jesus Christ himself I know this is quick I know this is straight but check your foundation we're on the we're on the hard road there's no easy way to heaven 
check your foundation today. If you are on Christ, the solid rock, if you build upon Him, then nothing shall prevail against the church. Nothing shall prevail against the church because the foundations is right. Pastor talked this morning about discipleship. It's about building that foundation for them to start off their walk with God. Walk, building that firm foundation, having that prayer. Your prayer has to be solid. Your prayer has to be fervent. Your prayer has to be deep, deep. So when storms come your way, your prayer life will hold you because you have a strong foundation. You won't slide when temptation comes, when persecution comes, because you have a strong prayer life. When you dig yourself into the Word of God and you love yourself in the Word of God and you saturate yourself in the Word of God, you have a solid relationship in the Word of God. I'm only giving you two this morning. There are so many in the Word of God, but I'm just giving you two this morning. Integrity and foundation. Where is your integrity? Is it built upon the foundation of God? Hallelujah. Jesus, I know, Lord, this is a hard message, Lord. But Lord, you said, Lord, for no other foundation can no man lay, Lord, but you, Lord Jesus, Lord. We pray this morning, God, that you will have your way, Lord. Touch your people's life. Help us, Lord, to build upon things that are eternal. Help us, God, Lord Jesus. We need you to be the anchor of our life. We need you, Lord, to be the hope of our life. But, Lord, it all starts with the foundation, God. If our foundation, Lord, hasn't been built properly, if our foundation, Lord, hasn't been settled properly, then, Lord, everything will crumble. Everything will fall. Because, Lord, it's not upon, Lord, the foundation that you have for us, God. You want us, Lord, to be strong, Lord. You want us, Lord, to build integrity, Lord. You want us, Lord, to have Lord Jesus, Lord, all our heart to you, Lord. Lord, check our hearts here today, Lord. Check every heart here today. Help us, Lord, to have no hidden sin, that it will crack the foundation, that it will stop revival. Lord, we need you, Lord, to have, oh God, Lord, your way in our life. We need you, Lord, because this is your church, Lord. This is not our church. This is your church, Lord. You said to Peter, upon this rock, Lord, you will build your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, Lord. We don't want any cracks in our foundation. We don't want any, Lord, things, oh God, Lord, for the enemy to come in, Lord. Lord, we want everything sealed and covered by your precious blood. We need everything covered by you, Lord. We need everything secure, Lord. We need everything firm, Lord. We need everything, oh God, Lord, that the enemy cannot break in. Hey, God, is speaking to someone here this morning. Hey, God is speaking to someone this morning. If you're in culture this morning, you need to let go of culture. You need to come and repent of culture because culture and God doesn't mix. It's just like politics and God. They don't mix together. It's a bad ingredient. You got to have the pure word. You got to have the pure doctrine. You got to have the pure God that we serve. There's only one faith. There is only one baptism. There is only one God. 
And in Him, Lord, we have to build upon Him. Because on Christ, the solid rock, we got to build upon Jesus. We got to build upon Him. He is the solid rock. Hey, this rock has been stuck. This rock has been standing for ages. From generation to generation, that rock is still the same today. It has never moved. Have you moved from your calling? Have you moved from your anointing? Have you moved from your worship? Have you moved from your foundation? Check your foundation this morning. Is it on Christ? Is it on Christ this morning? Why don't we lift our voices and lift our hands this morning and check the foundation of our relationship with God. Check your foundation this morning. Why you were struggling in your relationship with God? Why you have problems? Because there's crack in the foundation. There's cracks in the foundation. Check the foundation. Check your foundation this morning. I know some of us have lived for 20, 30 years in this apostolic truth, but you have to check your foundation today. Check your foundation. For there are no other foundation can no man lay but Christ himself. Check your foundation this morning. I know we boogaloo and we did the, we did the dancing. That was all good. But this is where God wants to move now and challenge us to check upon our foundation. If I've offended you, it is God that is offending you. I'm just a mouthpiece for God. I'm just a vessel for God. For Him to use. For Him. I have to check my foundation. I also have to check my integrity. I have to check these things. Because when we get to heaven, we need to make everything right here first. Because heaven, there'll be no time for preparation. There'll be only time for celebration. So we have to get it right down here first. Get it right down here first. Lord, prepare me a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. Prepare me, Lord, a sanctuary. Oh, why don't we receive what God has for us this morning? I know God is pressing into our hearts this morning. I can feel Him pressing into your spirit this morning. There are some there that are resisting that, 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 that pull of God's spirit. I know God is reaching into you. Allow Him to take control of your life. Allow Him to take control today. Today, if you hear His voice, harden not your heart. Today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. If you have faith today, then activate the faith today. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Jesus, thank you, Father, Lord. Why don't we sing a song this morning and allow God to have His way. Check your foundation. Check your foundation. It's important.
it's life or it's eternity without life without eternal life Break that foundation and allow God to build that foundation.